Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. You see, people many times expect prayer to do for them what God's Word will do for them. Praying is only successful when it's based on the Word of God. Amen. When it's based on the Word of God, that's when it's successful. You know, uh, sometimes we pray, God heal this man, God heal that woman. But you know, in the mind of God, they're already healed. If you just get them to accept it, what a difference it makes. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Healing Belongs to Us, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Prayer will not work if it's not based on God's Word. You remember John 15, 7, 15 chapter of John's Gospel, 7th verse, where Jesus said, If ye abide in me and my words, my words abide in you, then you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. I don't know about you, but I go to God's Word before I start praying about things. See what God's Word said about it. And even though I think I know, and even though I read it, I'll go right back again and read the same Scriptures. Though I've been reading some Scriptures for 50 years, I'll go right back again and go over those Scriptures very carefully and look them up. Sometimes write them all down, a number of them down. Because, you see, before I ever pray, I'm basing my faith on what God's Word said about it. What did His Word say? If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. You see, people many times expect prayer to do for them what God's Word will do for them. Praying is only successful when it's based on the Word of God. Amen. When it's based on the Word of God, that's when it's successful. You know, uh, sometimes we pray, God heal this man, God heal that woman. But you know, in the mind of God, they're already healed. If you just get them to accept it, what a difference it makes. You know, sometimes we pray, God save this man, God save that man, God save this woman, God save my son. But you know, really nowhere in the New Testament does it say anything about praying for the lost that they'll be saved. Did you ever stop thinking about that? Said, you ever stop thinking about that? The only thing close to it is that Paul was praying about Israel and he just would God that, you know, he could even give his life. They'd be in their stead that they would be saved. And that's really not praying for the lost. No, no. What Jesus said about it was, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into the harvest. That's what Jesus said. He said that in Luke 10, 2. He also said that in the end of the ninth chapter of Matthew. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest. Now, if you want to pray for someone who's lost, say, Lord, send someone to them. 
send someone to minister to them. Because see, they can't be saved without it. The Bible said God's ordained that men should be saved through the foolishness of preaching. I tell sometimes, you know, about my uncle, my mother's only brother. And I'd come by to visit Mama, and Mama said, pray for Uncle Larry. Now, Uncle Larry, you know, when he was younger, he had, he had uh, been in church and so on and so forth. But he married when he was 19 years old. And uh, it's, it's, it's bad sometimes to not get the right kind of a person. Put spiritual things first. His wife influenced him greatly, and he never went to church again in his life. Didn't have a Bible in the house. Five children born in the home, raised five children. Not one single time did one of those children ever see a Bible while they were growing up. That is, in, in their home. I'm sure they saw a Bible somewhere. Not one single time were they ever taken to church or Sunday school. Not one single time. Well, you can readily understand then that those children with no godliness and no God in their life, no training, when they grew up and got grown, created all kinds of problems for them. All kinds of problems. All kinds of problems. And, and, and cost him thousands upon thousands of dollars. You know, he hated to see them. You know, any, any parents would hate to see some of the children go to the penitentiary. He'd pay them out. And he'd had so much problem until Mama said, uh, pray for him, you know. She said, uh, she hadn't seen him, but she said, you know, he's going through some problems with some of them. And, and said, they tell me that he's lost so much weight until it, it, you wouldn't even recognize him if you saw him. Well, she had said that to me, and I went on to town to attend to some of my business. And then I was driving, actually heading back towards my town, 15 miles away. And as I approached someone, you know, I was driving down the street, someone walking down the sidewalk. I said to myself, looking from the back, that, uh, that looks like Uncle Larry walking there. I'll just stop, you know. And now he had a car, but he just walked to get exercise, walked to and from work. He's vice president of one of the banks there in the city. And, and, and so I started to slow down, you see, and pick him up. Because I said from the back it walked like Uncle Larry. I forgot Mama said he didn't, you know, when I got, uh, that he didn't look like himself. When I got beside him, looked at him, I didn't recognize him. See, I hadn't seen him. Didn't recognize him, so I just went on. See, because he looked like a stranger to me. I, I mean, he must have lost at least 40 to 50 pounds. His face looked haggard, and, and he just didn't look like it. And I remember I, I drove about two blocks beyond him, and, and, and I remember... It suddenly dawned on me. Mama said, well, they say he don't even look like himself. Doesn't look like himself. And I said, that was him. I, I, I know that walk, as, you know, as I approached from the back. That, 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 that was him. And then I remember with tears, I was driving, you know, down the street. Just, I just cried out. Nobody in the car me. I cried out with tears out loud. Oh, God, save Uncle Larry, see. And when I said that, it's like somebody sitting in the back seat said, that's what I'm trying to do. And I looked back there, and I, I actually whipped my car over to the side of the street and, and stopped. There wasn't a curb there, and you could just pull off on the side, you know. And, and, and I actually got up, and saw, I thought somebody got down behind the seat and was sort of mocking me. Something got in the car. There wasn't anybody back there. And I sat there, and I said, Dear Lord, that, what do you, that was you who spoke to me. What, what do you mean? And that's when he said to me, 
Because, see, I'd been fasting and praying for him at different times, you know, for 15 years. <laughs> if it ever affected him any, I couldn't tell it. And so I said, uh, well, what do you mean? Well, he said, I've already, you know, I, I, that's what I'm trying to do is save him. I've already. Jesus already come, already shed his blood. The harvest is out there. He said, that's when he said to me, nowhere in the New Testament does it tell you to pray for the lost to be saved. I said, what? Man, that came to such a shock to me, you know. I thought, dear Lord, dear Lord, you know. Almost sounds sacrilegious. You know, we get so religious ourselves sometimes. We think we're so spiritual. We're not. We're just religious. <laughs> Come on now. And I said, uh, what, what, what am I going to do? And he said, I said, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest to send forth the laborers. Pray, you couldn't talk to him. He wouldn't listen to you. Very often they won't, kinfolk don't. That's what the Lord said to me. He, he wouldn't listen to you. You can't talk to him. You pray. She said, pray the Lord of the harvest that he'll send forth labor. You pray that I'll send someone across his pathway who can. I know who can. Somebody said, well, why hadn't he already done it? John Weston said, it seems that God is limited by our prayers on what he can do on the earth. So I did that, just sitting right there. I said, all right. I, can't, I mean, that was real revelation to me, boys. I mean, it just disrupted a lot of my thinking and praying and got me over on another place. Plane. And I said, Lord, send somebody. The Lord of the harvest, send somebody across his path. I don't know who, you know who. Send someone across his pathway that he'll listen to. It wasn't 10 days until I saw Mama again, and Mama said, uh, you know, said sowing, so mentioned somebody talked to Uncle Larry. He went out and bought him a Bible, and he's going to church now. In fact, he joined a church there close to his home, Baptist Church, about a block and a half away. I meantime, I prayed that prayer. I'd been praying off and on and fasting some, as much as three days at a time, for 15 years and nothing. I prayed that one prayer, and 10 days it got results. Now, why? Well, not only was I abiding in Christ, but his word was abiding in me. I'm praying according to the word of God. Now, you see, I, I think here's what I want you to see is that healing like salvation because it's in God's same plan belongs to us. It's ours. As far as God's concern. You know, just like salvation. As far as, you know, I'm looking at it from the mind of God now. As far as God's concerned, that man's already saved. It's just a matter of getting somebody to him to reap the harvest, praise God, to get him to accept what belongs to him. As far as God's concerned, really, you're already healed. Because, see, God remembers when he laid your sickness and disease on Jesus. As far as Jesus is concerned, you're already healed. See, that's what you get, got to get people to believe. As far as Jesus is concerned, you're already healed. Jesus remembers when he took your infirmities and bare your sicknesses. As far as the Holy Ghost is concerned, you're already healed. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. 
backed by popular demand, Lynette's Bargain Bag. The first item in this offer is the slimline book from Craig Hagen entitled The Power of God. The next item is the four CD series from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled God's Medicine and the book from Kenneth Hagen, Healing Forever Settled. Also a special faith friend and prayer cloth. All of these items are for the special price of $35. That's $20.40 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma. 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. If you have a prayer request, to send it in to us. And Craig has prayed for you. And if you, and we would like to hear a praise report off of the prayer. And uh, and many 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 times. The, when a prayer request comes in, it's sent over to the prayer group. We got prayer groups praying, praying all the time for yes. many different needs, and many of those come up to my desk, and I actually pray over them also. So, you're, when you ask us to pray, your prayer request gets prayed for by me and by many of our prayer partners yes. here, right here on campus, that's praying all the time. So. If you have a request for prayer, you can send it in to the, to the partner services at rhema.org and you know that it will be prayed for by an individual that really is concerned about you receiving what you need from God. Monday, Kenneth Hagen will start a new and powerful teaching. That's next week on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.